Welcome in there, everybody. That was a terrible start. Welcome in, everybody, to a Wednesday edition of More Important Issues. We are back. Obviously, you know, I hate that it sucks because, like, every week we've come to this since February with great news. We've been happy. It's been a great start because of the, I mean, because of the baseballs. And I, it's not their fault. They got very far. We, you know, we talked about it on Sunday, or actually, we talked about it on Wednesday before it even started. It's like, which we may have jinxed it. I don't know. We were like, everything after this is gravy. Like the season you've had, and I don't remember who posted all the accolades that this team's had, but it's like, you can't be like you. Yeah. You wanted to win it all. So you can be like disappointed and kind of like, you know, how it ended, but you can't be disappointed in the way in the season. You can't be disappointed in the season. Um, I mean, the team, the coaching staff, they'll tell you they wanted to win it all. Like they didn't hide that fact. That wasn't, it wasn't like Butch Jones is like, we never talked about winning the East, like nothing like that. Um, <laughs> sorry for that that call out, but I it's, obviously we're you know we're upset. Um, and then to go out in two games, you don't want that. Virginia though, I mean, Virginia looked like they were gonna uh, be advancing to the finals of the. Um, what do you what do you call that? Like, uh, it'd be the College World Se- World Series like semifinals. Well, you know, because like it looked like they were going to be where Mississippi State is right now, as far as right. um, yeah, you're basically in the semifinals at that point. You're one it, win away from the the final series, right? What is kind of cool about it is like no team is going to have to no team's going to have to play a team twice now. Like every team, well, NC State could force yeah a game two. I mean, on this side, sorry, um, yes. like that game on Saturday. When, what well, if, if for Whoever wins that game, if they get, they can be, they can play Mississippi State twice. Mississippi State already has one loss, though, don't they? No. Oh, that's right. I was thinking Mississippi State lost. I'm an idiot. Never mind. I lied. Okay. Um. Yeah. So don't. Yeah. Never mind. Ignore me. But uh, regardless, Virginia looked like they. I mean, they had. They literally had. Uh, and that's one of my what's trendings. Um. Just the mayhem that's going on in Omaha right now. It's been pretty wild. Obviously, you see. Uh, Vanderbilt dropped to NC State just in shocking fashion. Well, I know we'll talk a little bit about Omaha as we talk about the baseballs and what that trip's come to. We are going to talk about this historic season and how it all unfolded um, as of right now. I, I don't know if it's battered ball syndrome. I'm, like, not willing to say Tony Vitello stay in. It's, it's got to be battered ball syndrome, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, a, I'm at, like, 90%, even though you had that um, LSU beat rider come out and say that the finalists are Jay Johnson and uh, God, I'm blanking on ECU's coach. Um, and then I think Notre Dame's was thrown in there as well. So Tony Vitello is not in that top three. Hey, fine with me. Right. No, absolutely. I, I agree. It makes you that. feel better about it. But yeah, there's always that little bit in you that's like, uh, I'll, I'll feel a lot better when they have their head coach. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, we'll also got some recruiting news. Tennessee got, got a big crystal ball on the basketball forefront today. We'll talk a little bit about that, uh, as well as I'm sure some football with camps happening around the country and obviously on Tennessee's campus. Uh, we've got some bad football news. Uh, Caden Salter, we'll get into that a little bit. Also, again, back to basketball, some basketball news today. Tennessee's Big 12 SEC Challenge opponent was announced. It's a big one. If you got questions, drop them in the chat. Let's talk. We've got a full <laughs> hey, we've got a full episode, but uh, we'll we'll go we'll we'll go with whatever you all want, um, and then of course, I entered this stuff incorrectly, so I'm sorry. But we've got uh, what's trending and stupidity is an epidemic. Let's get yeah, going. I noticed I noticed it at the last minute. Sorry, it's, it's fine. It, I, I just that, that's my fault because I, I tweeted that out. 
Well, I got it. I I got it right in the tweet. I got it wrong in like the description. So like we're one Mm. for we're one for one right now. So that's okay. Yeah. Hey, that's fine with us. (laughs) Um. Yeah, guys, go check out our sponsors real quick: Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. If uh, you think I sound weird, I'm sorry. I still have some congestion I'm dealing with, so uh, it's a good thing Caleb talks a lot more than me because uh, I would be struggling through this entire show. But here we go. Um, Here's a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. People always ask, where did we get the name Blue Water Climate Control? When a Navy ship casts off lines, exits the harbor, and loses sight of land, that's blue water sailing. It takes a team of people to do that tireless work, focus, and attention to detail. So much of starting a business is just like that. After it's done, you get filled with deep satisfaction for accomplishing something. And it's quickly followed by, now the real work begins. We're Blue Water Climate Control. All right, guys. Let's just jump. I'm gonna. I now throw. A, I'm gonna throw a curveball here. Let's just jump oh, right in the show. I know oh, we've got a lot here. Um, Is it a hanging curveball? I hope not. God, I hope not. That, that one that they threw to Drew Gilbert in against Wright State. Oh well, you're thinking good memories, which is good. I was thinking yeah, bad right. memories and was oh, thinking um, the Michaels kid going freaking Yabo for the first time this year in Omaha. Good for the kid. It's a great story. But yeah, that's that's the one I was thinking of. But you suck. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I did um, for one last ride. I'm going to put it up until next year. I got my Legends of Lindsey Nelson shirt. Um, I thought it was an appropriate time to break it out because we're talking about a historic season that, that Tennessee had. And the I don't think Tennessee baseball, I don't think you're going to be able to tell the Tennessee baseball story um, without mentioning the Legends of Lindsey Nelson. And that's awesome. Good for them. They have create. They have done – they had a big hand in creating – what is now Lindsey Nelson, like what the environment's going to forever be in Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Um, in the words, I'm trying, was it Tim Corbin who first said it or was it Minari that said it, they're nasty? Minari. Yeah, Paul Minari. Minari said it, yeah. I know Tim Corbin kind of threw that, you know, gouge of it's not 100%, but it is 100%. Um, I didn't remember if he had said anything directly about the crowd. But um, first off, if you call a Tennessee fan nasty, that's a compliment. And just this this season, I mean, it's going to be a big. It is a. It's going to be a big snowball in terms of it got the snowball rolling. That you know, obviously they had that. Uh, you know, a great kind <laughs> of. You know, coming coming to party there, getting to a regional and, and uh, you know, in, at North Carolina in nineteen, and and to get there was big and a game away from going to I guess really two games away from going to super regional, and then um, you know, obviously with this, you know, last year, excuse me. You had a great season before getting into SEC play. You had your best pitcher uh, about to, you know, see his, you know, his first game and uh, gets called due to COVID. I think Tennessee, you know, would expect it to be an. It's pretty much the same team. So to say they expect it to be an Omaha isn't a stretch by any means. And then obviously, yeah, I, I, I'd like to see like a uh, simulation of those two <laughs> teams going at it because yeah, there's a lot of talent on uh, that 2020 team, but yeah, there's a ton of talent you know, this year and just with the personality and things like that. Um, it is unfortunate. kind of sucks that uh, it's over. Um, we knew it was going to come to an end, but, uh, you know, when you get to Omaha, only one team's going to win it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, or, or just in the NCAA tournament, one team comes out, you know, the, their last game ends in a win. Um, so, it, it's, it's unfortunate, but it doesn't take away from the historic season Tennessee had. No, um, and if you go win it this year, 
what can you really build on, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, no, I mean, no, no, no. I'm does not it give Tony Vitello another reason to, to <laughs> head out if he wins it here? Absolutely not. Hang the first banner over at Lindsey Nelson. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it should show you how hard it is to not only win in Omaha, but to win, you know, that season grind that <laughs> every sport has, you know, obviously football is shorter, but it's also just a different sport. Basketball is a little bit shorter, but it's a different sport. The season grind, Arkansas gets knocked out in the super regional Vanderbilt uh, is, is a game away from going home. It, it's not, it's not easy uh, to, to go and win postseason to go and win, in Omaha, it's it's not easy. I mean, look at – and it's also, too, about placement. I thought Tennessee had a good draw, so I'm not sitting here saying Tennessee was on the hard side of the bracket in Omaha. I really like Tennessee's draw. I thought they sat in a good spot compared to playing team like Vanderbilt, Stanford, and then NC State, who seems to maybe just be the hottest team in the country right now. I thought maybe they had a good draw. Maybe just needed to be in a, another bad draw. Maybe that's what – Maybe it that's is. That's what made this team tick <laughs> was, you know, playing that, that tough competition. Yeah, but I mean, going into like what that season grind is, like Wright State, you know, they're like, oh, maybe we can make a deep run, get to a super regional, and they kind of get shafted and get stuck with with the likes of Tennessee, uh, Liberty, and I'm blanking on the fourth team, but Duke, Duke who was on a what 22 game win streak, something stupid like that. Yeah, they hadn't lost in a month. It, it just like I mean, then Duke. I mean, if you want to, you could say Duke got shafted and you, to get thrown in that one, and it's so it is just kind of a season grind and. I I, uh, I didn't plan on coming here and critiquing anything that the coaches did because I'm sure I'm trying to get better about that anyways. I definitely don't know more. You know, it's it was kind of hard last football season. I tried to stay away from it. <coughs> it was hard. And the uh, you know, there's a lot of situations. I'm sure the players would want to capitalize better in some some areas. And but at the end of the day, to get where you are, and, and then you know, Texas. Not that I, you know, I thought Virginia, if you're going to look at a team and say Virginia just flat out beat you, I, I thought Virginia did. I thought you had way more of a way more moments to get at Texas that you maybe didn't take advantage of. Um, but Texas also did a good job of fighting you off. They made some good plays, especially in the infield to get to get out of innings um, that I thought just made it really, really hard on Tennessee. And then Tennessee also kind of backed itself into a corner a couple of times. Um, you know, they had three, they had bases loaded with no outs. And when you can't capitalize there, you, you really put yourself in some sticky situations. Pardon my MLB pun. Yeah. It just took a lot of air out, especially that, you know, double play with, you know, like you mentioned, bases loaded, no outs. Drew Gilbert pulls the ball 99% of the time. And the one time he smokes it opposite field, it, lands in a, the third baseman's glove and they're able it, it's hit so hard that's why they're able to turn a double play because drew gilbert's a really good athlete um and same with the that third one baseman had to have stitches tattooed oh, on yeah. his chest right okay absolutely and, and then max ferguson hits one in the second baseman makes a heck of a play there's not many teams in the country that can turn to when max ferguson has run down the first baseline but somehow texas did it and, you know, when, when stuff like that happens, it, it's hard to overcome. And I don't think Tennessee really had it these past two games in, in Omaha. It didn't seem like that same team. Um, and, and not saying it was an effort standpoint or anything like that. I, I think at the plate, they just didn't – you know, there's a lot of fly balls, um, a lot of easy fly balls. You know, may, maybe some of those get out at, at Lindsey Nelson. But, you know, I – they just didn't really get a hold of the ball a lot. I think there was only one um, extra base hit in 18 innings. And, you know, talking about a team who led the SEC in doubles, it, Tennessee just didn't, you know, do what they've done all season. And that's really hit the ball in a gap um, and get some extra base hits. They weren't able to capitalize on that. And if you're just getting single after single after single, 
Yeah, I mean, teams can do that, but when you get to the College World Series, these are the best pitchers in the country. You're not going to just get 15, 16 hits in, in a game. That just doesn't happen. So, um, without extra base hits, it's really hard to win in Omaha. And you saw that's why Tennessee was 0-2. Yeah, and you mentioned that two balls specifically I'm thinking about that probably would have been out in Lindsey Nelson. I don't remember who hit him, but you had the center fielder for Texas run into the wall making a catch. If you, if you if we're gonna sit here and make you know now for Evan fun Russell of, hit that one. Evan Russell. If we're gonna make fun of the length of Lindsey Nelson, I'll, I'll hear it there. Uh, that one may have been out there to deep to center field, but yeah, it, yeah, it, it was a tough loss and it it was uh it was heartbreaking for sure. And then you know I I don't you know we talk I again I I'm a person who tries not to blame games on referees or umpires in this situation. I, although I think you need to earn the title umpire. I feel like that's a snobby baseball thing. I think we need to change it. You're a referee until you earn the title umpire, and none of those guys earned the title umpire yesterday. I mean, they they made it about them, and when the announcers who like are supposed to be unbiased or are, are saying that um, the the officials need to let them play, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it was just telling. I mean, every, even Texas fans are like, "Dude, can we just freaking play?" <laughs> right. I mean. And- and I'm I'm all of, like I understand if you come into a game and you're like at the you know at the coaches meeting you're like hey we're not arguing balls and strikes today like it is what it is we're not doing that okay that's fine but to like you can't show emotion about the calls like you got him for you you got him yeah. for slamming and, his hand down you can't show emotion about it that that's absurd and if you're all the way down the third baseline there's no way you know exactly what he says so was he just mad at, at you know for not throwing a strike was he mad at the player. Yeah, and you threw him out yeah. for being mad at his own player. That that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean that guy was just. Which, by the way, the I have trip. gotten into an argument with the referee before about. Or I was yelling at one of my players, and the referee assumed I was yelling at him, and I actually got into an argument about that one time. So that's happened. That's a that's a situation. But yeah, it was just, it was incredibly dumb, and it's funny. We talked about this. We had Kiv on. This is uh, probably the first time we had him on this season, or at least during the season. And uh, I asked him, you know, I said, "Would you go swat?" You know, I, I didn't. I don't know. If Tony did a good job of earning it at Vanderbilt when he got tossed, and Kiv earned it afterwards. He got got his money's worth as he exited the stadium, and and, uh, I loved it. And a lot of people can be mad at the colorful language he showed, but um, I mean, if you're if you're going to throw me out of the game, I'm going to come back and get my money's worth. I'm not going to get ripped off. Oh yeah, especially in in that stage when they're trying to take over the game. You know, if they really want to be about the game, then yeah, you let them have it. Um, and, and like, and to show, like, it shows the unprofessionalism that one umpire was trying to hold him, hold the other umpire back. Like, if you're going to sit here and act like you're, you know, you're just doing your job, blah blah blah. You, you don't, you throw him out and walk away. It's that simple. You don't have to say another word to him. You tossed him. It's done. Right. You let, right. you let the officials that are responsible for getting him out at that point get him out. That's not your job. Stay out of it. So yeah, that just shows it. And um, I mean, certainly can't blame that that moment on the game at all. It, it, so to get back to like, you know, did the umps cost the game sorry the the referees i'm not letting i'm not letting them get that title um they uh i i think i mean i i just think they were just bad i'm not saying they cost tennessee the game i just thought they were bad i mean that play at home plate was it a great tag by pavaloni no did he do a good job of blocking the plate enough to get the tag down yeah and you ripped it from him you weren't in position to make the call so for them to go well we got to go with the call on the field because it's not inconclusive the home plate ump wasn't in position to make the call oh no like in terms of like what you know, maybe by the standards they teach, but when you watch it, he's completely shielded by Pavaloni. He didn't know where the dude's foot was when he when he came. He didn't ever like he didn't even come across the plate. It's so stupid. 
Yeah, and then like like what is what is replay really? I, I mean, we're we're just basically it, it's it's not really showing like you're not overturning any calls. So what is the point in yeah, replay just, if we can't get it right? Right, and I, and uh, the, I mean, if you're the, not willing to say, hey, you know, we made a mistake in real time, we slowed it down. He was he was out. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There was like if we're gonna talk about slowing plays down because they do it, and you know, I'm not a fan of it in replay. But if you're going to talk about slowing plays down, utilize it and overturn that call. Yeah, I mean, and, and, it, the, and then the Jordan Beck play at first, like, come on, like he was safe. Like there, there's no question about it. Yeah, it's yeah, I don't know. It's just <laughs> again a, a power trip. I mean, making the the game about them. They had to know that you know people had to know their name yesterday. Um, so Mike Morris, you know who I think. Mattingly is, you know, the second I base. I don't know any of their names. Um, but, yeah, people got they to know your name yesterday, so congrats. Uh, apparently, that crew goes out um, every night in uh, Omaha. and Good for them. Uh, get the free get the free trip, business trip yeah, out. Get, gets drunk and hits on college girls, so congratulations. I hope it was I hope it was worth it. Well, they probably had a good time last night celebrating their win. Yeah, yeah. You got, uh, <laughs> you got your name thrown through the – through the mud by uh, Aaron Fid and Kendall Rogers and and people like that, so I, I hope it was worth it. <laughs> and everybody knows you're from Texas, so um, I don't. I, to be fair, I don't that. think the home plate umpire that article that got released. I think it was like specifically like the home plate umpire isn't from Texas. Well, they are a Big Twelve crew, so and and I think whatever Texas league is that like a rookie ball league. I don't know what that Probably. is. Okay, I, or like a you know summer league. Um, I think they do those games too, but yeah, but he was definitely the the third base umpire was definitely looking to oh. throw Kiv out at, at any opportunity. And whether it was Kiv, he was going to get the first, he was going to get the first Tennessee coach to walk, toe the line, I guess. I, which I don't know. Again, I don't know how showing emotion is toeing the line. You can't be mad at a call. I'm supposed to just agree kiss, with everything. Yeah, I'm supposed to agree and kiss your feet. Like that was a great call. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was my dad's favorite way to get onto an official. Actually, he would say great call. He would just be like, hey, he'll get it next time. Don't worry. They would piss officials off. I loved it. <laughs> loved it. But hey, I give you earned it. Electric factory. I mean, that's that that's the fiery passion that Tennessee fans are. And, and yep. that's what that these players kind of kind of took that role on this whole entire season, being fiery, being passionate, um, showing that personality. And and that's what made these fans, you know, want to fill that stadium and and really latch on and cheer for these guys throughout the entire year. Oh, absolutely! And, and credence, we are going to talk some football recruiting. Don't worry, we will we will get there. Oh yeah, we'll uh, don't there. worry about that. Um, yeah, and you know, like we've mentioned, it's just an unfortunate showing. Uh, it, you know, as far as are we going to? And I mean, I, I don't sugarcoat it. It's it, it's not how you plan to to end the ride. Um, and the players and coaches have been telling you the same thing. But as far as just like being excited about the future of Tennessee baseball, being proud and <laughs> excited about this season, yeah, absolutely, I am, and it's I, I can't wait for next year. And um, as far as the status of Tony Vitello, it looks like he's staying in Knoxville. Um, I really, someone tweeted it. I hope he gets off the bus and just does the Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't effing leaving. That would have been electric. Um, I think that might be more now that we're getting to know these personalities. I think that might be more of a, a, a kibbit thing. <laughs> that might be his role. But it was. I think the the status is clear, and um, I think you're going to hear some announcements, whether it be contract or facility upgrades here in the next month or so. I think you'll you'll hear some stuff about the the status of the baseball program. 
Yeah, I mentioned earlier that the LSU beat writer came out. I don't remember what his name is. I can probably figure that out. But um, saying that Tony Vitello is not in the the final candidates for the LSU job, it would be the Notre Dame's coach, um, ECU's coach, and then Jay Johnson at Arizona. So Glenn, Glenn Gilbo. 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 Gilbo? I don't know how you say it. L- at LSU beat tweet. Yeah. And, and then – Man, that is a LSU name, right? Yeah, and I, I still don't know how to pronounce it. I just said it like six times, and I'm not sure. Gilbo? Sure. Gabo. Go L- Gabo. Maybe it's Gabo. Oh, there's an L in there. You think that's silent? Gabo. Think- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he, uh, East Carolina's Cliff Godwin and Notre Dame's Link Jarrett. Is his other two coaches for the finalists for the LSU job? So those are the three most baseball names I've ever heard in my entire life. Link, <laughs> Jay Johnson, Cliff Godwin, and Link Jarrett. That's three baseball names. I'm not sure, but they all sound white. You're not telling. <laughs> they do <laughs> baseball names. You're, yeah. it, it's either it's either um, white or Dominican Republic. Like and that, it's, that's it's your not L I N C. It's not like short for Lincoln. It's Link, L-I-N-K. Yeah, you don't think you have a baseball card laying around with the name Link on it somewhere? I definitely do. (laughs) (laughs) Link Jarrett. I love it. That's a great Um, baseball. Yeah, I think East Carolina's coach used to be an assistant at LSU before he got that um, ECU job. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, bring him home. Cool, yeah, great candidate. Love it. I think they'd be great for the job. Agreed. I do, too. Uh, well, it has been fun seeing LSU fans shift their uh, hate for Tony Vitello to love. That has been that's and now back back to hate. Back to hate. We didn't. We never. Won. <coughs> I didn't want him. Do you want him? Yeah. Yeah. It was never the. You know, there's bigger fish in the sea. Okay. No. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, anything else for the the status or anything you kind of want to cap on this baseball season? Um, I mean, you know, just. Everything that I've seen from Tony Vitell, he seems to love it here. And if, you know, a lot of people were saying pay the man, and yeah, rightfully so, he needs probably needs a raise. But I don't think that's his biggest thing. Um, right. Especially the vibe that we get from talking with the, this coaching staff. I think it's getting his assistance raises. I think, uh, you know, it, this has nothing to do with Tony Vitello's contract, but uh, getting Ross Kivett paid would definitely be great. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, every baseball coach in the country wants the third assistant. Right. Um, and, and then the the facility upgrades. You know, that, that's that's how you solidify your program as one of the best in the country when you're winning games and you have one of the best facilities in the country. So You know what really um, pisses me off real quick? How can Butch Jones get paid, you know, 50000 a year? and get to stand on the sidelines and, and instruct. Because he was instructing players. I, I saw video. I don't know how involved he was, but he was involved at a level. How can he get paid 50000 and baseball can't have a third assistant because of Title IX? Uh, bullshit. I just don't – I don't get it. And, no. and, and kind of going on that too, the, the landscape of college baseball is about to change because they fixed the rule now. You still only have 11.7 scholarships, but – you can now combine athletic and academic scholarships, whereas you couldn't before, which I did not know that. So that Vanderbilt, what's helping Vanderbilt, you know, get the 30 scholarship players on their team or whatever, because <coughs> they could combine it or, you know, they could offer them academic whether where they didn't get athletic. Every team in the country is now going to be able to compete 
above that 11.7 mark. Ha! Huh. Take that, so, Mandy. Which, does that make Tim Corbin a candidate at LSU? I think he was. When it first came out, he was – I think he was a, a name thrown around, but I think it was one of those kind of fantasy land names. Yeah, it, it, he has a legit program built. Now, but if we're going to – you know, everyone's thing to Tony Vitello was – Facilities. Well, LSU's facilities are way and above LSU's. Tennessee's, right? Or LSU's are way and above Vanderbilt. Sorry. Oh yeah, you're so, right. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But I, I think I, I think the the difference in Tony Vitello. I'm not sure that I mentioned this on the bat flip yesterday. I'm not sure that the LSU job is so much better than Tennessee's. If you have that commitment to upgrade facilities. Oh. Yes, unless you just want the facilities now, because it is going to be top. <coughs> so right. the the only way I say LSU's better, because the roster, you know, I, their roster is young, so it's hard to one hundred percent say their roster is in a way better situation. But the roster could be better just because that, you know, they've been building and building for you know, you know what Minari's done there. Um, and then if you want the facilities now, yeah, LSU's a way better job. But as far as just like what could I make LSU and what could I make Tennessee? You're really on the same platform. We lost Landon. I don't know if you all can hear him. Dylan, can you hear him? Okay, so let's see here. I'll uh, fill the dead air. I don't know. I, I'm still not with you. I'm sorry. Let me bring you in and out and see what that does. Um, oh, he left on his own. I don't know. like looking at myself like this. Um the there we go, Dylan. Thank uh, you. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know where Dylan or Dylan Landon. <coughs> there we go. He's back. My back. Um, yeah, you're back. Sorry, I, I I wasn't sure where you were going with that. So I was like, I don't know how to fill this dead air at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I was saying that. Um, God, I don't even know what I was saying. I keep coughing. My LSU my Tennessee programs. Yeah, I'm just like you're in Omaha and LSU is not. So what is you know the the only thing that LSU has on Tennessee is history and facilities right now. But if you have that commitment to facilities, I think you're right on the level that, that LSU is. I don't know how much – you're in the SEC, so I don't know how much better you can really get. Um, you know, obviously LSU football is far beyond what Tennessee football is because they're winning football games and we are not. But facility-wise, I mean, we're right there with them. Hey, they have locker. They have sleeping lockers, Landon. Do we have those? Probably. <laughs> Hidden feature over there at Anderson. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. We got we got a weed dispensary apparently. Oh God. <laughs> Maybe God. I shouldn't start that rumor. Yeah, especially since we're about <laughs> to talk recruiting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't just throw that out there. That might you might get you might get some more guys. I don't know. There you go. Yeah, maybe just throw it out there. I just I popped in from the bullpen while Landon was gone just to start the movement. Pay Ross Kivett. I tweeted it out. So I yeah, we got to get going. the shirts from Gilbert. He has the pay the third assistant. Yeah, we yeah. got to hit him up. Get it moving. Do you have Dylan? While you're in here, do you have a different take on the as far as like facilities? I know it's you know we're all Tennessee fans, so it's hard. Or not the facilities, the programs as a whole. Like when you look at it, do you do you see LSU in a different light than maybe we do? A little bit. I agree with kind of what you said there. Just in the short term, until the facilities get implemented, until all the changes get implemented, it's kind of what I was saying the other day. And, I mean, you, you see what LSU has there with the guys like Trey Morgan and Cruz, the young guys. I, I get the attraction with the history, everything like that. 
but it's kind of what I was telling Landon yesterday. It's to me, if I'm Tony Vitello in that position, it's got to be attractive to see your AD, what Danny White should be doing to Tony Vitello, looking at him and saying, hey, not necessarily here's a blank checkbook, but here's kind of the plans we have for the systems and everything. Does that work? And if not, do it your way. Like, if it means we get to keep you, build it how you want to build. It's what he should be doing. Yeah, he gets to be the creator. This is his own little game of Minecraft. Yeah, I was about to say, pass just a blank checkbook. Hand the blank checkbook's got to be included, but hand him the controls. Be yeah. like, you here's the blueprints, but they're not filled in yet. You do you build you put the blueprints out for us. We'll follow right. your lead. I yeah, I think that needs to be the case. And I I think if he did that, I don't think the first thing Tony Vitello and I could be wrong. I don't know the guy personally, but the vibe like Landon mentioned that we get, I, I don't see him being like, well, the first thing I'm gonna do is make you know write myself a check for. Uh, $1.5 million. So. Right. But, and you can learn a lot from going to different stadiums. Like that uh, deck was implemented this season, and it was, or I think it was like, maybe it was last season. I don't remember. Oh, wow. Um, and have you been going to games that long? Are you a new Tennessee fan? No, I'm not actually. <laughs> um, but like they learned, they, they learned about it in 2019 while they were at the regional at North Carolina. They're like, oh, that's a really cool thing. We'll implement that. So you can learn a lot by, going to different stadiums and seeing what works and, and things like that. Tony Vitello, I'm sure, has a really good idea of what he wants to do with this uh, stadium. I don't know if you completely rebuild the stadium. That might be uh, out of the, the budget, maybe. But uh, I, you know, I think you can make it a lot better than what it is, maybe around that 10,000 range in, in seating. Because, like, I think Mississippi State had – what do they hold, like 15 – uh, I mean, I, I want to say it's a little bit less, but around that number, yeah. Yeah, I mean, during a midweek game, there's not going to be fifteen thousand people there. There's probably not even four thousand people there, right? Um, so you want you want to get that happy medium where, like, you want to fill it up in big games, but you don't want to make it too big where, um, you know, you're you're not filling seats. So you, mm -hmm. you want that happy medium, um, and demand is good. You know, if you're selling out, that's that's a good thing. Yeah, and there's plenty of you know gaps you could pro probably like you know leave open to for when you get to regional and super regional because I tweet I tweeted it I don't think this will be Tennessee's last time where you could throw in uh, those those grandstands now I don't want a grandstand down the the left field line I want to I want it wrapped around but right field if you you know if you are able to kind of fill that stadium in get something good out in left field and uh, you know like you how you have the the porch right now and leave the right field open to bring in those grandstands for postseason, yeah, I think that would be great. Yeah, I think it's going to be more built up than probably out. Um, right. So, I mean, like the porch, it would be cool if they could do it and, you know, you know, have different layers to it, different stories, um, and not just be basically bleachers out there. You know, make it more of like a uh, brick or um, concrete, make it more sturdy. Um, and I, I think that would be really cool. Because people like being out there. It's a really cool yeah. – thing to do with a, with a group of people yeah let, let's make it more permanent um yeah. with, with and not just bleachers i mean bleachers are sorry they're ugly the nat the, the vessel they're, in me they're, li of, they're little league the vessel in me kind of likes the idea i it's why i want to keep the troughs over in, over on the south end zone it's why i want the the dark nasty creepy concourses in the south end zone the vessel in me loves the nasty <laughs> so maybe keep one part nasty you know I mean, maybe <laughs> you do it all concrete and then you get some troughs in there. You, you keep some nasty. I'm not opposed to that. I, thought, I like the nasty name. I can't get away from it. So. Put your, or uh, maybe we'll, we'll just sit in troughs. 
Yeah, there we go. Do what, Lana? Have some like cooler troughs. For your drinks or for your, your pee? <laughs> I, mean, I guess either one. I, it depends <laughs> on how the game's going, Caleb. Multi-purpose. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for multi-purpose troughs in, in anywhere. Um, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I, I hope there's going to be some upgrades to, to Lindsey Nelson. And, and self, you know, I think the college fan in me and selfishly, um, I want I want Tennessee to have their own stadium. I know a lot of people like the idea of multi-purpose in it with the the Tennessee Smokies uh, or you know whatever they'd be called when they came to Knoxville. And I would love to see some games get played over there. I love the idea of the TriStar Classic being played up there a couple of years ago before it got moved to Lindsey Nelson. But how great would a TriStar Classic be in downtown Knoxville? You know where you're not playing. You know you bring those teams in. They don't maybe feel like they're playing an away game, but you know, they kind of are, but without the Tennessee stuff around them, it's just the, the generic stuff. And, and you know, so everybody kind of feels like they're, they're, they're on the <laughs> ground. And I think, it, I think that would be a great environment and a great time. And I'd love to see Tennessee get to play games there, but I don't think I would be a fan of it being their permanent home. No, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. You can play some games every now and then, but yeah, not, uh, not every game. No right. Yeah. Maybe that's I, – I know I've seen a lot. And I think the stadium, if, if it – I don't know if it's set in stone yet. It looks like it's going to be really, really cool. Um, it looks like around the stadium is going to be really, really cool. And, you know, maybe that's something. Hey, I mean, if Tennessee gets to host a Super Regional, I know you want to play it in your home stadium. But if that thing seats 20,000 people, take that bad boy over there and let's get rowdy. Let's do it. Because, I mean, what, I- like, what is a – I mean – Cause it's not, no matter what you build Lindsey Nelson up, like it's not, it doesn't, it's never going to have the history of, of Neyland. So it's not like host, you know, Tennessee you talk about the 12 team playoff. If Tennessee gets to host a playoff game at some point, God, please like that. You, you wouldn't want to ever like you wouldn't, if Nissan was in Knoxville, you wouldn't be like, Oh, let's move it over to Nissan. But you know, maybe a, a super regional at whatever the stadium, Randy Boyd stadium. I don't know what they're going to call it, <laughs> but um, you know, I think if it, and I, I doubt Boy, it will see more. Boyd Ballpark. He might like that idea. Don't don't float that out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't. I, I if you want to use that stadium, I think there's plenty of ways you can use it without making it Tennessee's permanent home. That's my point. Yeah, and like you can do tournaments. You could do like a big tournament, yeah. and you could use both fields. Um, that'd be pretty cool. I can't wait to see the fans crying about. Oh, you guys got to play on real baseball surface. We had to play on turf. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Dude, that's so annoying. Like, I hate that. That argument is so dumb. Like, we yeah. literally invested in it because we kept losing out on games because Tennessee weather is unpredictable. I meant to look into that to see, like, how many more Tennessee game, how many more games Tennessee got, like, this year versus 2016. Or, you know, the when did they go to it, 2018? Well, that, that, first that first game of the Super Regional probably isn't played, and it's definitely not – that lightning delay is definitely not – as soon as it's over, you get to go – play you know that service is gonna have to dry a little bit before you're able to um get back on so yeah um you know and maybe chad dallas doesn't come back in that game so there you go it worked in tennessee's favor yeah that's a good point love the turf love the turf love the turf um anything else before we i know we need to get on to some football recruiting we got some people wanting to to hear about it as well that's kind of all i got all right, Landon. Let's hear your let's hear your recruiting pitch. Oh God, <laughs> recruiting pitch. Um, uh, so we did have a question before we move on to football. 
God, I'm dying, man. I'm sorry. Um, we had a question before the show. If I could find it. It was about baseball recruiting. Um, possibly. I think I saw it, but I didn't screenshot it, so I apologize. Um, Thomas underscore Ledford one said, how are two pitchers we lost this season due to injury looking? And then baseball info also. Baseball recruiting info also. So the two pitchers were Jackson Leith and Ben Joyce. You know, those two guys, I think Ben Joyce would have been more of a bullpen guy. He uh, throws around 100 miles an hour, so that would have been a nice arm to have in that bullpen. Um, he was coming back due to injury. He was a JUCO transfer from Walter State. Before that, he was at Farragut High School and right here in Knoxville. Um, and then Jackson Leith, you know, in any other year, he, he is probably drafted, but uh, they only had five rounds last year. So um, he got to come back and then um, went down with a nasty hamstring injury, I think in the second game of the season. And so he was uh, kind of done with for the rest of that season. I think he had surgery back in March. Um, so I think they hope both of those guys come back next year. I think Jackson Lee could potentially get drafted again. But, you know, didn't have any tape this year to really impress scouts with. So I don't know where he's at. Um, you know, if he's able to, to work out or anything for, for MLB teams, I don't know. Um, but I think both of those guys will pro- hope to be back next year and, and be big impact guys. I think Jackson Leith will probably be a starter. Uh, ben Joyce, I don't know if he wants to be a, a starting pitcher. I don't know what his role will be. Um, but I'm sure you'll see him a ton, especially when he's, you know, flashing around 100 miles an hour. I did not realize he was throwing gas like that. Straight gas. <laughs> I mean, will Joyce be back, Credence Wood? You mentioned that, right? Um, that that's that's the hope. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you know, with the one-time transfer rule, there's nothing is set in stone. But uh, that's that's the hope. Knoxville kid going to Walter State. It, it seems like he wants to be around the Tennessee area. Um, so I'd kind of be shocked if he left. But I, I think that's a big contributor for Tennessee this season. And you know, you didn't get him, so hopefully next season he'll you know have a huge role with with this bullpen. It's one of the few times you say you hope he doesn't get drafted. Yeah, I mean, you want it for the kid, but yeah, like you get him back next year, like let's pass on it a little bit. Yeah, and baseball recruiting, you got the number six um, recruiting class coming in per perfect game. Some of those guys are never going to touch step foot on campus. Guys like uh, Brady House, he'll be a top ten pick. Uh, Chase Burns will probably be a first rounder, so he probably won't step foot on campus either. I was about to um, agree with Dylan there. There's a couple of kids in this recruiting class that you're like, hey, if they don't get drafted, I'm not too upset. Right, <laughs> yeah. And that is, that is a thing, too. You are you don't have those 50 rounds anymore. It's like 20, 25, I think. So, um, you know, some kids are, you know, not going to hear their name called and, and right. be heading to um, college, whereas some, you know, they get drafted in the 25th round. They might want to see that money and, and head out. Well, I mean, the thing is, I, you know, I'm curious, you know, next time we get Kiv on to talk about this as well, for those, obviously those kids that are in the first and second round getting huge signing bonuses, that's a different story. But the kids that are going later that may want, you know, and they still get, you know, some of those guys still get good signing bonuses. But, um, you know, does NLI, NI, NLI, um, NIL, sorry, not NIL, NIL, yeah. NIL uh, does that change? Close. 
Right, I know. Does that kind of change the landscape for those late rounders who, you know, most years they would go? Well, now they can make money while they're in school. Because um, I, I, I'm pretty positive it's it's going to change some thoughts in, in football and basketball for those late round guys that, you know, they can still make money and then also try to up their draft stock. So I'm, I'm kind of curious how that changes the landscape for for some of these guys. That you're like, man, yeah, obviously, like the, the guys, you, you know, top two guys you mentioned, they're they're there's nothing going to keep there unless some someone in Knoxville's got a big marketing campaign ready for them to go it you know you're going to lose them but I, I think it could change quite a bit of which you know I think college baseball improving you're already seeing some of that but now money's on the table I think you're going to see more of it yeah and I, I kind of mentioned that on the bat flip about the NIL, NIL <laughs> is is probably a, a recruiting pitch there for guys to to go to college because you're making some money. You're not making millions though. Like, you know, Brady house is going to be a over a million dollar signee. So um, you're you're not keeping guys like that. But yeah, I think the, the pitch is, you know, you can make a little bit of money and also, you know, get ready for uh, get more development than you would in a minor league program. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see what happens with, with it and um, how it affects college baseball recruiting. I was, I was talking to someone the other day. Cause they were like, I can't believe this one. I can't remember who we were talking about guy. That's not a great athlete. I was like, they're like, I can't believe he played division one. I, I think it was ACC baseball, but it was like in the nineties. And I was like, well, it was a completely different animal back then. Anyone that could go pro just about went pro. Like you didn't have a ton of these guys that, you know, opted to go to college. Right. So it's just different. Whereas now you have guys that will actually opt to go to college. Right. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see kind of how Tennessee looks next year, um, who they got returning, who they got, uh, you know, heading to the draft, um, who elects to to stay. And, you know, Connor Pavloni is a guy that I'm inter- interested in seeing. Didn't have probably the year he wanted to, dealt with the hand injury and stuff like that. So that's kind of a guy I'd like to kind of see where his head is at because – you know, Jackson Greer is a senior, so they don't really have it. And I think the third catcher was Pete Durke, and he's a senior too, so he's gone. Um, so they don't have a, a huge um, – or anybody with a ton of experience at that catcher position. They did recruit three catchers in this 2021 class. Um, and I think you had a freshman coming in last year. His name kind of escapes me, but – um, it'd be interesting to kind of see what where they're at. They got some JUCO guys coming in that they hope can can step in and be like you know a, an Al Solari or a um, Liam Spence, Chad Dallas, some of those guys that just came in right away and and were SEC ready. Guys like Logan uh, Chambers at a uh, where is he at? I forget where he's at. Um, but I, I think that's the the kid that. Dave Van Horn and Tony Vitello supposedly were, were spatting over. And then you got uh, Seth Stevenson at a Temple Junior College. Um, it is a really good prospect. So those guys could potentially get drafted too, but, you know, those are some of the Tennessee's big commits that they got coming in next year. Uh, gotcha. And Credence would mention that he heard we were getting some big pitching transfer from an SEC program. Unless there's another one rumor floating out, uh, Tennessee did get that commit. I think it was Monday, Sunday, uh, from the kid from Missouri. What was his name? Seth Halverson. There's a rumor I saw on Twitter about one of the Florida. He's an athlete, kind of like Gilbert, their first baseman. Okay. A lefty, so that's that's kind of a float. Is it Jordan okay. Butler? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, that that's their second baseman, Jordan Butler is. I think he's entered the transfer portal, too. Oh, okay. gotcha. 
that's one that uh, the legends Lindsey Nelson um, let yeah. have it throughout that entire series. So, oh, so maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> I, that seems like a stretch then. Right? Maybe, maybe we scared him straight. Maybe yeah, he, he maybe, wants to maybe. come to Tennessee. It's like a, at some point you either keep fighting your brothers and getting beat up, or you just join in. Like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, last yeah. point on the NIL. NIL. I, I think you guys are underselling. I think we could rival first round money in t-shirt sales. I think that could convince you guys. Come here. I do go, yeah, I I do go making a killing off, <laughs> off t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. We could pull it in. I, that, that might be a good point. That, that might be. I, uh, I really am interested to see where that, I mean, because if it's just a free open market, that football money is going to be freaking crazy. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, every like mom and pop shop or something. No, is gonna they can't afford, some, that's going to be the baseball players. They can't afford the football players. <laughs> The coldest Crawford at LSU will make an absolute killing. Oh, yeah. That, that was to, made for To me. ever do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, coldest to ever do it, Crawford. That's so – whatever. Well, that Alabama guy on Twitter's a, name was Cork, so. Yeah. Bless. Corky. So, so I think Corky. his name, probably his real name was. What's the um, – what's the – Alabama had an all-team name, yeah. Oh, Kool-Aid McKinstry. Kool-Aid, yeah, that was it. <laughs> That's such a good one. That's a great name. That's a great that's, name. Uh, that's not. Uh, God. That's a fantastic name. Don't ever bash my man Kool Aid. I mean, his real first name was DeQuincy, so it's a lot easier to say that way. Yeah. <laughs> Kool Aid McKinstry. Oh. Well, uh, I'll try all right. Let's the bullpen. I'll let you know. We're going to football. <laughs> I like that. Uh, we're going to keep that even when the when well, baseball. We'll let you know if we need to bring in the. Yeah. I like. I like that. Um, what's the uh, so? What's the latest on some football recruiting? Uh, anybody big on campus this week? What's what's happening in that round? Oh, uh, Walter Nolan, five-star defensive lineman um, out of the state of Tennessee, is uh, he's been on campus twice in the month of June unofficially, so not even used his official visit. Good I think that's huge. He, he's been to Florida. He's been to Michigan, places like that. Um, you know, I'm not saying they're. I don't. I don't know if they land Walter Nolan, but I think it is big that he was out of their top nine, and now he's been on campus twice. So, you know, hopefully Tennessee's back in that one. I don't know where he's going to play. I think his coach Marlon Walls is no longer at that school that he was at. Um, so I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's traveling through East Tennessee. If he's going to live in East Tennessee, you would think he'd end up at Catholic, right? So he he is moving. I, th- I think he is. Yes, I don't know, man. <laughs> Catholic's not even the best recruiter in the, in Knox in the Knoxville area. You got ALCOA just a little uh, south of there. I mean, uh, there's a lot of schools he could end up at. I I would guess team a little. Oh, Caleb's out. Um, he's back. <laughs> oh, we lost you too. I can't hear you. Oh no, I was just muted. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, Walter Nolan's been on campus. I don't know where he ends up, but, you know, my guess would be Knoxville Catholic. There he is. My <laughs> guess would be Knoxville Catholic. I just think that's the, you know, where you're playing Brentwood Academy and um, Innsworth and uh, Macaulay and, and stuff like that. I, I just think that's a recruiter, a recruiting school. Did you get to I hear guess. my bash of the team to the north of Catholic or to the team to the south? I, I heard – Alcoa, that, and then you cut out. And then there's one team to the north that's probably been, in recent history, probably recruiting a little bit better than Alcoa. 
It's true. Yeah, that's so, a good point. You never know. Um, I, I I didn't realize he was looking to, to move to East Tennessee. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. I'd heard that. I don't know if that's for sure. That okay. could be just smoke. But gotcha. Um, what kind of smoke? Big smoke. <laughs> that that smoke Ross Kivitz giving out. That that kind of smoke. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> um, and then you know. I think you're going to have a lot of um, official visitors on campus, guys like Cam Miller, uh, Mo Clipper, Caden Pope, um, some commits, Brody Foley, and uh, Vincent Sneed. Get some of those guys. You had, uh, I think we mentioned on Sunday that Caden Curry came down mm-hmm. um, and, and brought Taven Jackson with him unofficially. I think that would be huge to kind of get in his recruitment. He's a defensive line, a four star defensive lineman, top 100 player. If you're able to kind of um, get into that one, obviously Rodney Garner's a, a solid coach to, to be in that recruitment. Um, Branson Robinson's going to be here, four-star running back out of uh, Mississippi. Madison, Mississippi. You ever I'm a heard four-star running back out of Madison, Mississippi? I'm a geography guy, but I'm not, not very uh, – not sure where Madison is. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and, and then Quintel Jones out of Peach County in Georgia, where uh, Rodney Garner does a lot of his recruiting. Um, he'll be on his visit, official visit this weekend as well. And uh, we'll we'll see kind of what happens. I mean, smoke that Salter likes. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. It was a great one from Graham. But uh, I was trying to allude to that. I, I didn't. Oh, God. Graham just landed uh... a joke. I read it out loud at, as I was reading it. You did read it aloud. It was whatever. funny. It was yeah, funny. it's funny. I love I mean, it. <laughs> it is what it is at this point. All you can do is laugh. Um, do y'all know who the coaches were saying boom about? If I had to guess, it was the guy that was getting crystal balls, and that's Masai Reddick um, yeah. out of Detroit, Michigan, three-star offensive tackle. So he was on his official visit last weekend. So – Get more guys on campus this weekend, you know, keep on that train. We'll see kind of what happens if they're yeah. able to add anybody in the next couple months. If they're able to add some of these guys that are, you know, class class makers before you win football games, now that means you could lose them if you don't start winning football games. Right. But if you're able to add that, that <coughs> – that, um, I don't know the way to word this necessarily, but it maybe proves me wrong about the, the recruiting abilities of this staff. Because right now I'm a little kind of unsure. I just don't – I think a lot of them are, for the most part, unproven. Now, there's some proven guys on there. You mentioned Rodney Garner. Um, but right now you're just like, can they recruit at the SEC level with some of these other programs? It's unproven. And I don't expect a lot of them right now just because I'm in the boat of if I'm an athlete, unless I'm just wanting to go to Tennessee because I'm a Tennessee guy, I wouldn't commit. I want to see if you've got the program saying where you're – or going where you say it is, and yeah. then I'll commit. So if they can get some of those guys in here before, I will be impressed. Obviously, I know it's tough to hold on to them, especially if you're not winning games. But I'll be impressed that you at least sold them on your vision. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of all you can do right at this point. Um, yeah, I I forgot to to mention that Kron uh, Prutney Prunty Prunty I think that's right. Um, down to. South Carolina and Tennessee will make his decision this weekend at some point. And uh, he was a freshman All-American at Kansas, Kansas transfer. You know, uh, we, we have a couple Kansas transfers already on this roster. Dejon Terry, 
And um, what's the other one? I'm sorry. I was looking at my dog. Who's the transfers? Staring into nothing. Into nothing? I'm trying to remember who all the transfers were. Was there two from Kansas? On campus? Yes. Uh, if there was, I only heard of one. Okay, so maybe it's just Dejon Terry. Yeah. Um, that I'm not sure. I thought there was another one. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. There's there's only <laughs> one. Um, I think there was another one we were looking at, but uh, didn't end up coming to – I think he went to Auburn maybe. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see kind of what happens with that. I think he was a guy that can really help that defensive back room out a, a lot. Um, you don't have a ton of depth at that position, at those positions. Mm-hmm. Um, so a guy that has that college experience and, and produced at a power five level, I think it would be huge for Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off bodies, someone said that Tennessee had a ton of on Twitter that Tennessee had a ton of depth. And I was like, can you show me this depth? <laughs> because I'm lost. Yeah, I, I mean, to have depth, you have and to it have was, a lot of bodies, and I don't think Tennessee has a lot of bodies. <laughs> and it was someone who, like, tweets out depth charts randomly seven times a week. So I'm like, how can you be confused at the amount of depth Tennessee has? I know that exactly blows. who you're talking about, and that pisses me off. <laughs> I was like, that I, blows my mind. I'm I hate that guy. I'm disappointed it came up on my timeline. I'm really disappointed that in that, but I, I do not follow him. Just like Wes Rucker, he's like a freaking cockroach. He just shows up. He yeah, just never dies. Awesome. Always, Always on my timeline, right? It's usually people like yelling at him too, and I'm like, I agree, but I don't want to see it. Yeah, whatever. Um, ba- basketball recruiting because I know that's uh, that's what I came to talk about. Yeah, so you got a um, crystal ball. It, it it didn't have a ton of um, I guess sureness to it. I think it was only like a level. A three or three low, out of yeah. ten, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but a uh, five-star combo guard, Casey Wallace, uh, out of Texas. I think uh, Justin Ganey. I think he has a relationship with him. Maybe it's Rod Clark. It's one of the two assistants mm-hmm. he has a relationship with. So I came up here for an official visit. I guess liked it enough. So Tennessee is in that one, and uh, you know they're going to recruit the top guys in the country, and you're in and you're out, and. You know, I'm sure Rick Barnes knows that Texas area very well. And, uh, you know, he's obviously a a guard coach because, you know, he doesn't recruit a ton of big men. (laughs) But but he loves the guards. Um, So I I think that's definitely a kind of a match there for for Kaysen. So we'll kind of see where that one ends up. Uh, I think, think too, I don't know if you – how much of his – I watch just highlights. It's hard to really – and, I mean, I don't even know if I can evaluate him properly anyways. I, I think he reminds me um, a little bit more polished of if we're comparing guys on this roster, which I know he's been compared to Marcus Smart. I don't know how they compare him um, when they evaluate them, but that was his comparison. Uh, but as far as on the roster, what you have right now, uh, the way he plays and the way he moves reminds me a lot of Josiah. Um, he, he's not, he doesn't just blow you away with his speed. He's obviously got that <laughs> athleticism, that speed there, but it's not – He's not just, you know, running the floor past guys or anything like that. Uh, he's very, you know, uses his length. Um, he's quick enough to stay in front of you. That, that's another thing that, you know, this staff, Rick Barnes specifically, it seems that they've kind of focused on. They want guys that, and I know there's some outliers, but overall, like, they're looking for guys who can defend as many positions as possible. Um, and, and, I mean, 
from the little highlights I've watched, especially the way t- basketball is played now, I mean, it looks like Casey Wallace can just about defend one through five. Uh, he is he's very very physical. He's quick, um, and he can he can get up and into the rim. Yeah, body top reminds me of of Keon a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 175. That's about where where Keon's at. Maybe Keon's a little taller. Um, but yeah, I can get to the rim, and I think he can shoot a little bit better um, than maybe Keon. No offense, Keon. But no, I think yeah, that's the but, thing too. But maybe is, not that the the same athlete as Keon Johnson. I, I, the kid can freaking he can his his again highlights. I'm watching highlights. Hand picked mm-hmm. to make him look good, but the way he plays in the air is fantastic. Um, I, you know, sometimes you look at these guys and you're like, how, like, maybe I don't know what a five-star is. I, now I'm like, if that kid's not a five-star, I don't know. I definitely don't know what a five-star is. Um, and, and I say more polished. I mean, this kid can catch and shoot. I mean, in his, again, in his highlight tape, I don't know how much, you know, how great he is necessarily <laughs> off the ball. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of what he does is he's on the ball guy. Um, I know it says combo guard, but he can shoot from just about anywhere on the floor, uh, over just about anybody. Um, he does a, he does a great job of getting to the rim which Tennessee, I'm like, hey, just give him as much money as he wants to get to the rim. Um, how do you get him on campus? But, yeah, I, it's um, very, very impressive to, to watch him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're never going to be mad if you sign five-star, right? Right. And to go, like, e- even have the interest level that Tennessee does with a kid where, you know, Baylor just won a national championship and, and Texas is, is a really good program down there. I know we're going to talk about them probably in a second, but to to go get him out of Texas would be huge. Um, yeah. And I think that's just the level where Tennessee's at right now. They don't have to be in-state guys or, you know, it's not like football. We're like, yeah, we, we need to get some in-state guys because we're not going to go out and, and get a lot of guys. Um, right. You know, it's kind of like the baseball program. I mean, they got a kid in that 2021 class, the baseball program does, from De La Salle. Uh, out in California. So Tennessee's going to get there, um, going to go out and, and get the best players available. You, you mentioned J- Jemai Meshack is now on campus. That was Dylan. Know. I know the name looks like me, oh. so I appreciate it, Dylan, for the assist. But, yeah, Dylan Sorry. did mention it. So, <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I, A little confusion. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Dylan, thanks, man. Thanks for the assist. Um, thanks for the info. That's why he's a producer of the year. Um, yep. I, I don't know if there is – um, an actual award ceremony, we'll but, like, the, uh, yeah, like we'll, the Dundies. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get you a Dundee. Um, yeah, that, that would be huge to go get a guy um, like that out of California. And Jemai Meshack is out of California, so they're going to go out and recruit and get those guys. And uh, I think he's wrapping up. I think a regional championship. I was about to ask what. So what was that for? Was that their season? Like did their season get pushed back? I, what was? Yeah, I, I think it was because okay. California was yeah. kind of you know it's slower <laughs> with, with all the COVID stuff. So gotcha. I didn't know I, how to make that sound. So. Yeah, no, you're fine. I, I did see. So it was Dylan said it was state championship. I was okay. about to say I, I saw where they won something. I wasn't exactly sure what it was for. What what the deal was? But state championship, Dylan says. Um, so good, good for him. Didn't know that, but great for him. And it's obviously good to have uh, another guy from a highly touted recruiting class on campus. So. Yep. Um, you briefly mentioned the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Sorry, is that all you had for recruiting? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, excellent. Big 12 SEC Challenge, uh, you mentioned that. Um, so Texas or Tennessee was announced. We'll play Texas. What Do they have the date announced yet, or do they just announce the games? It's, usually, it's a Saturday in January, usually. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know exactly when that date is. They, they may not have announced it yet. I, it I probably isn't don't released. Know. Uh, but Tennessee is going to Texas. That's – I wish I came. I mean, you know, you always want to host the games. It just doesn't work out that way. Um, so, I don't know if Texas will come to Tennessee soon. So, it worked out that – didn't it just kind of happen? Who do we play this year? Oklahoma. Is that right? No, I thought it was – it was Kansas? Yeah, we did play Kansas. That's I couldn't, right. I, could, I, I thought maybe I was making that up because I know we traveled to Kansas previous year. I was like, am I making it up that we did play Kansas at home? It was Kansas. Um, so I don't know if it'll work out that way that Texas comes to Tennessee. I know they, you know, pretty much try to match up the the two team, you know, the two conferences by, you know, make the games competitive. Um, so I guess it could, depending on the outlook of those teams, could be Texas and Tennessee again. Yeah, we Thompson freaking Bowling. waxed Kansas. That's right. Yeah, we beat we them did. by 19. Yeah. I, I didn't, it just didn't feel right because I knew we went to, you know, we went to Allen the year before and, it, that and, that didn't happen. And lost that one. And lost yeah. that one. Um, barely to freaking as a dookie or whatever. Is that what you called him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what uh, I called. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's – yeah, so I don't know if it will work out that way. It, it would be cool if it did because um, I, I think, I think it's going to be – it's going to be a great matchup. Yeah, and no, I think that's another, you know, case in Wallace. We just talked about him in Texas. That's a game he can easily um, go to and – um, see the balls firsthand, so that'd be that'd be pretty cool because he's already used up his official visit, so um, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and Dylan just mentioned uh, Chris Beard will be the head coach at Texas. No more. Um, what was his name? Uh, I can God see his dang face. It. Why did you do this to me? The I dude from BCU. Yeah, Good I can Lord. see his face. Shaka Smart. Shaka I almost smart. said Smart, and now see, I'm throwing myself off. I mentioned Marcus Smart earlier. I was like, "There's no way his name's Smart." Like I, the Kansas, Kansas. I knew it was Shaka a weird smart, name. Marcus Smart. Shaka. Um, and he went from while he was at Texas, he went from bald to having hair. Like not just bald, like completely shaven bald. It was pretty impressive, honestly. Pretty impressive. Got that Rogaine. I guess they they got that good. I guess all that sun in Texas helps that hair growth. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I need to move to Texas. Um. Yeah, obviously you're going to get the Rick Barnes, Texas storylines that they'll they will wear out probably all season, but definitely that week and that day. So can't wait for that. That's going to be fun to read about. Dude, ESPN. It's just like they cling. It's like it's like American Idol and uh, America's Got Talent and all that. Like they cling to one storyline. I'm like, you really can't find out like one other fact about the players or the you know coaching staff. You oh, you, to, are you talking about the everybody has a, a sob story like on American well, Idol? I mean, not just not even necessarily a sob story all the time, but yeah, I mean, mostly American Idol. Are you making stories. lasagna? What is going on? <laughs> Emily's in the kitchen. Is that a fire? Naked making eggs. I hope not. Um, I apologize for that. I didn't realize. I can, I can barely hear it because my headphones. Oh, you You could. I just but, got. I mean, I, I got these expensive yeah, uh, yeah. Astros. So exactly. You know, can, exactly. Corgi ears on my on my face, <laughs> but you know they just like the obvious. Like I'm not saying like the story about uh, the Michaels kid that was freaking awesome. But we heard about it for seven innings. Yeah, and not just like when he was playing. They would just randomly pan over to me. You guys know this guy had cancer. It's like yeah, yeah I did actually because you all told me. By the way, or, or hip, what about hip Josh? <laughs> yeah, what about Josh Dobbs's uh, class schedule? I'll never forget his class <laughs> schedule. I mean, that was the most memorable part about 2016. It, yeah, it's just like wear it out. We get it. It's like just fine. Like football is an even better example. There's 90 kids on this roster. 
180 in total. Find one other one. One. I beg of you. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just like they're definitely gonna wear out the Texas one. I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. Can't wait. I'm gonna start digging up headlines for them just so I don't have to hear it. No, like normal, but like Chris Lofton and Kevin Durant. Oh, oh, I bet the good. That's good for Tennessee fans. We'll see that play. Uh, what are you gonna set the over under at? Fifteen. Oh, way more than that. How many? <laughs> I'm thinking like thirty. You're thinking thirty, so I, so we can set it like twenty four. Over under at 24. Get your bets in now. Credence Wood said Keon just set the record for vertical jump. If you were going to ask me what Tennessee player, I would have lost that bet. What Tennessee player was going to be break the record for vertical jump? Would have lost that. Would you Breaking have the it? previous record by two and a half inches. That's nuts. 48 inches. Graham Morgan mentioned Stanford's up five on Vanderbilt. I wonder how much the Vandy guy's whistling tonight. Does he whistle for fun, like in excitement, or is it just it, – it's all the time. Someone mentioned on the show last time it was all the time. Also, they're in the sixth. I don't know if I mentioned that. I would love to see Vanderbilt go down. I would love nothing more to see Vanderbilt go down. I, I, someone mentioned that in the show last week. They were like, I just want to see an SEC team one. Hell no. Tennessee or nobody? No. no. Yeah, I hope they tie. Absolutely. Um, okay. Bad news. Let's get into the bad news before we, we get to our segments. Drop those questions in the chat. We're about to get to questions. Caden Salter. The I you know, I save your it's weed. Like we me and you probably agree <laughs> on the legalization of marijuana. Right. But it's like you know, like you know what the rules are. And regardless, it's it's like your your employer, whether weed's legal or not, they're if they're drug testing you, they probably don't care whether it's legal. Like they're probably gonna say no. Um so it's like that. It's like, you know the rules. And then also, like, don't be driving around hot with freaking tail lots out. Like, let's be smarter. We all make mistakes. But, like, let's try to do our best. You just got out of trouble. Let's let's just try to be better. Like, that's it. Like, it, I'm not ragging on the kid. Over, I mean, dude's obviously super talented. And, again, this I don't even know what his involvement was. But, the like, I think they – I think they labeled that prior issue as like an assault, right? Like, wasn't there like a some kind of like involved yeah, that, with like? Th- yeah, there was something else that went on other than just having weed in the dorm. So it's just like we got to make better. Like, you just got to be better. And I, I tweeted this, and I'm not saying like kick him off the team. He's done. I think with what has happened since he's been on campus, I think it may be better for him to find another another place because in such a short time it just doesn't seem like it's going to be up from here like right and i'm not saying he, he can't come back from those issues because someone mentioned like you know you had um juan jennings who had two issues jeremy banks who had two issues and they're back like every situation's unique but we're talking about a guy who's been on campus for less than six months who hasn't had, practiced he's he never stepped foot on the field he spent more time in roger d wilson than he has anderson and it's like it's just probably best to find a place that you aren't like, is it, you know, cause some people peer pressure is a real thing and I'm not excusing his behavior, but like, is he just in with like the wrong dudes? Did he just not find a great set when he first got on? I don't know what the situation is. I just know from the outside looking in, things are not going swell and no, no hate towards the kid. Again, I'm not like kick him off the team. Let's just, Let's make it. Let's make a situation that's not great. Let's try to make it good for 
it's in a, I'm not even saying it's going to be good for Tennessee. You lose that scholarship. I'm saying for Caden Salter's sake, it might be best to just see if we can find another home. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you can go on and on about, oh, it's just weed, it's just weed. Well, he got the other the passenger, Amari McNeil, to throw it out of the car. <laughs> so you, you knew it was wrong to have it, or you wouldn't have had somebody else. And, and what quarterback has somebody else throw for him? <laughs> oh, Landon. I mean, I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, dang. like like the decision-making since it's been on campus has been pretty terrible. We can all agree yeah. on that. And, yeah. and, you know, to play the most important position on the field, I just you, – you need to have good decision-making. And <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's got it. So, yeah, maybe it is – I just don't. I just don't see how he comes back. I just, you know, he, he was off on the wrong foot. He was already on probation, and you know, this happens. I just think it's it's probably best to just cut ties at this point. Yeah, and I hate to see it. I'm I'm sure he'll get a second chance, whether it be JUCO or you know, with the transfer rules, maybe another you know, um, another school will, will Division One school if they have a room would take him. Um, but it's just right now, Knoxville does not seem like the right fit. And I hate that for him too. And I know, you know, his family, his dad battled <laughs> with some COVID stuff. So there's like more going on in his life than just football or even these issues. But um, I just think, it, I mean, it, it just seems like the best situations to get out. I'm sorry. It just, that's what it seems yeah. like. Yeah. So. And, and when like you, you're the only quarterback that that's in this class. So like when, yeah. when that quarterback gets on campus, he's the, you know, the spotlight's on him at all times. Yep. So, I mean, like Amari McNeil, yeah, he was part of – I don't know how involved with it he is. I don't know – you know, I know I know he got a charge too because he threw the, the bag out. But, um, you know, it, it's probably going to be fine. But the fact that this is Caden Salter's second time since he got on campus in January. Yeah. I mean, yep. it's just – like what more can you really do for the kid? Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, get him the help he needs, but like, it, it just—it seems to not be working out at Tennessee. Yep, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but I mean, every school deals with it. Every coach, every program deals with it. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I you know, thankfully they're both pretty you know minor issues. I mean, as far as some, especially some of the things Tennessee's experienced lately, um, fairly minor. It's not you know, domestic abuse. That's good. I did mention that the first one may have had something to do with the salt, but I also pretty much all of that's kind of, but he, he got his, his, his was dropped, dropped completely. That's why yes. I'm like, I don't, I'm not trying to make a bigger deal of it. You know, I was just mentioning that the first one may have involved a little bit more than just like drug charges mm-hmm. um, or marijuana charges. If you want to put it that way. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see the, it we'll see. Um, okay. Any other questions? I don't think I had any dropped in here. I yeah, that's all I got. All right. Uh, let's. Do you have any what's trending? I've got a few. I know we didn't – I'm sorry. I forgot to mention it when I saw it missing out. So, you have any? I don't. Okay. Um, I've got three quick ones here. Uh, the first one, um, goaltending. It's trending because uh, it is not a thing on inbounds, we found out last night in the Suns game. And I honestly didn't – understand how that could be goaltending. So I was in the minor or, but I didn't think, so did you know that goaltending did not exist on inbound plays? I didn't, but now that like, I, I don't know. 
Because you like you can't make a shot from out of bounds. So I don't right. like which makes sense. So Right. Yeah, it does make when I watched it, I was like Yeah, it's not goaltending because it can't be a shot. So I was like I mean, I was just I was kind of in the boat of I feel like I've seen alley oops just as close as that. That's never been called goaltending. So are we really gonna call this one goaltending? That was kind of my take. That's why I didn't think it was goaltending. So right. I didn't know the rule, but I also was like, ah, how, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, goaltending, non-existent. Also, as cool as that play was, not as good as Jordan Bowden's. True. Which definitely was not goaltending. That ball was – he caught that back, back here. Back. Yeah, caught back. <laughs> um, my next one, this is a shout-out to Adam Massey. He gave me this one as we were coming in. Um, so Tottenham. I, I don't. So Suns and four before we move on. Yeah, Suns yeah, and four. Suns and four. Um, he threw this one at me. I didn't. I guess Tottenham's coaching search, uh, EPL, has been mayhem. I don't really know. I don't follow Tottenham, um, and I don't follow the EPL close enough to follow their coaching search. But um, there's people comparing the Tottenham coaching search to Tennessee coaching searches. So mm. it must be a shithole over there. Dang. Good for them, North London baby. It's red. Like Arsenal it. forever. Yeah. Tennessee forever. Yeah, unfortunately. Forever paying coaches to not coach. <laughs> and I don't want to get I don't really want to get into the coaching search. I really don't. Was it, this last coaching search as like it was not as crazy as Twitter made it out to be, right? No. Okay. I, I think I think Josh Heupel was the guy all along. Yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for it, sure. It, it wasn't like Danny White was on a plane going all over the country interviewing guys. Right. And getting them raises. No, it, it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, I was like, if you only watch the news, you would have no clue that a coaching search even took place because it happened that quick. Right. <laughs> they did hire a search firm. That's not a good look. <laughs> yeah. Um, my next one money. is, yeah. Shout out to, uh, is it Ben Mintz? Barstool Mincy? Dude, he's terrible. <laughs> he's, but he's incredibly terrible. He, like, it is, <coughs> it's a, it's a movie. It's a movie. Like his, he goes live, and Stanford freaking goes yard right behind him as he's like, "We're in a pitcher's duel. It's a great game. First team to hit home runs gonna win." You hear the ding of the bat, <laughs> it flies over his left shoulder. Oh my it's god! Amazing. They're literally amazing. doing on their on their sports book. They're doing fade Mincy where he makes a pick. And they do a boost of the opposite of his pick. Well, and he's trying to, like, fade himself. And I don't know if you've been keeping up. Like, he's been trying to, like, pick teams he obviously wasn't going to pick. And then – Did you do the boost tonight, speaking of that? I did not. What, what was it? It was, uh, I think, plus 100, the uh, Bucks to win. Oh, I didn't do that. I did 25, do, so we'll do see. You like, do you like oh, – I mean, I guess you take it. Yeah, it's over Atlanta. Yeah. And they're they're favored by eight points, so yeah. hopefully they can just win. <laughs> I guess you take it with plus one hundred. Um, yeah, no, I I didn't get that in, but it's, it's amazing how bad he is. And then I don't remember what the video he did it again. He went live right before Mississippi State hits that three run homer. It's it's amazing. It is amazing. I I'm, I'm mind blown. I'm like it can't be it. Like Bar- Big Cat keeps tweeting like this. He cannot be a real person. I don't think he is. Like there's no way. <coughs> This is the alternate reality we're living in, where he somehow knows what's going to happen, and just did, for the clicks. Did you see where um, Dave Portnoy bought that uh, all that Arkansas stuff? Yeah, because Mincy said that they're going to win it. Yeah, and he he like confronts him about it. 
But to be fair, he looked like a clown wearing that anyways. So he right. should have been mad. He should have been like, I look, I look stupid. You made me order this stuff, which is funny. People make fun of like, ten- I make fun of Tennessee always having like seven different oranges on. He had an Arkansas hat and an Arkansas shirt and the reds were not even close. Yeah. <laughs> so no yes. one can get there, get them right. Oh my God. Oh, that's Dylan said they're trying to, I, I've seen him tweet about it. Is that real? Cause the nuggets guy. So it is real. Okay. So the nuggets guy is like, which is like a bold thing. You should definitely go into hiding. He's like, I mean, I got my ass kicked, but I can get my ass kicked that bad. I'm like, I mean, the world saw it. There's video proof. You got your shirt pulled over your head <laughs> and he was wailing on you from the bottom and was yelling at the other guy, sons and four. Yeah. Also, after you sucker punched him, that needs to be said. You got free reign and still got beat up. And the high ground. And the high ground. Like, you <laughs> just lost. And he's like, I mean, I just got cut on my nose a little bit. He's like, he just cut me. And I'm like, yeah, because he hit you so hard. He didn't come in with freaking claws. Right, yeah. He didn't scratch you. He punched you. You were definitely concussed. And I love that it had to be like his. Did you see the interview with him? Or I don't know if you can call it an interview. Did you see it? I saw like him doing it. I didn't watch it. It had to be like his best friend because the guy wasn't even like he was like. I mean, yeah, he didn't even hit you that hard, did he? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like you it's all pretty hard to me, bud. Yeah, yeah. Also, you had the <laughs> and stupidity. You had the chance to walk away and decided to turn around and pour a beer on him. So, and then you come back and say he didn't beat me up that bad. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Set it up. Suns and four. Suns and four. I love it. it. It made me a son. That made me a Suns fan. Also good for that guy for just like, he's own, he's owning the moment. Yeah. Did you see him at the uh, game one? Getting selfies with everybody and just yeah, yelling Suns and four. <laughs> I love that. I love that they like didn't, like they just bring them right back. Like they understand oh, yeah. the situation. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm gonna. I'm interested to see this year how many people try to fight in stadiums to like get free stuff. I get a because free like, signed jersey. Like, I've been at a a basketball game and a baseball game, and an usher's like, "You can't stand here." I'm like, "Dude, the inning is going on. I'm I sit in the middle of the section. I'm not moving everybody. Just wait till the inning's over, and I will move." Oh, I'm moving everybody when it's a three-two count. Hey, get over. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> Stand like up, to, so get through like my helmet ice cream. My legs and stuff. I'm like, dude, chill. I ain't been here the whole – if I was standing here for innings on innings, say something to me. But I've been here for 30 seconds. Safety is important, Landon, okay? Chill. We're doing standing room only tickets. And I can't stand right here? Come on. Oh. So Landon hates his usher. So if it, you are it, was, <laughs> it wasn't even my usher. I know the, the usher – my guy. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry to Landon's usher. He doesn't hate you. He hates your buddy. Yeah. So if you need to know what section not to get your season tickets in next year, ask Landon. Freaking Ranger Rick over here. Sir, you can't stand here. Buddy. There's he called you, standing he called you sir. Wait, yeah. did didn't you but did you buddy him after he served you? No, I didn't. I was about to say that's just absolute disrespect. No. Respect. He, the he, was, he, was, a, he was an elder. I, I respect my elders. I was like, <laughs> hey, hey man, I'm just dude. I, I was like, "Hey, man, I'm just, I'm just waiting until the inning is over, and I'm gonna go back and sit down." But I want to say, dude, do you see all these people standing around, and you're gonna call me out? You just look like a guy he could, he could get to sit down. I guess so. The rest of them don't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> Regional Ravy, 
Damn. Oh, I love that. That is fantastic. So, Dylan, Damn. you should have chimed in for that one, Dylan. Do you want to deliver it or you want me to? I, I'll let you choose here. I think that I'm, needs to be I'm, read aloud. I'm going to shoot a complaint over to Kiv. You know, I, I almost said it earlier when, when you Kev, said something about the, the bandwagon baseball fan or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, th- that's when, when Kiv was like, oh, yeah, you got your eight tickets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Landon didn't shy away from those eight. He went and uh, bought them immediately. He was, the, he was the first one to buy eight. People were like, I didn't even know I could buy that many until this guy in front of me did. He's yeah, part of the elite. He's not down here with the, the common fans, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I get a cushion in my seat. I mean, were you were you hanging out with freaking Haslam at that game or what? <laughs> uh, me and Randy Boyd just uh, we sh- we shared the armrest. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, my right, his left. We kind of shared it. So that's fair. That's fair. Randy Boyd's got some to, big arms. Throw man. it in. Randy Boyd's a Randy Boyd's a good looking guy. He is a good. I know. Guy. I know I'm a lot like, of people that have been like that. That dude looks good. I'm like, that's yeah. The- he would punch somebody and say, "Vols boy." Four. Yeah, <laughs> you know he ran the entire state, right? Just ran it like Forrest Gumped it. <laughs> really? When he was running for governor, yeah. Oh, I missed that. I didn't see that. Yeah, he. I mean, Wait, I don't know. Hey, well, he, what are you talking about? I'm like, he actually ran, or he just ran for governor? <laughs> Both. He didn't like. I mean, I don't think he forced gumped it. I think he probably like stayed in a hotel or something. But like, he like ran through every county <laughs> in the state of Tennessee or something like that. Like he did something across the state of Tennessee. Like he know. just ran a road. So he's like a he's a try. Molly Parton does at every roller coaster. She rides like the the bottom of it. Yeah, I, I think he's a. I think he's a bit more committed than Dolly in that sense because okay. he's a triathlon guy. Like I think he's. I mean, he look. He looks like he yeah. runs. I think he used state. to do. Maybe he still does triathlons. So. Okay. One day he just started running <laughs> for the governor <laughs> of Tennessee. <laughs> how, many, doc, how many Dr. Peppers can he drink? <laughs> how smart is he? He was like, I'm running for governor. And he just takes off. And they're like, no, 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 that's not what it means. And he didn't find out until like he was six counties in. He's like, I got to do them all now. <laughs> Where's he from? South Knoxville. That's right. Where Did he go to South Young? I think it was South. Or South. I, um, it's either South Young or Doyle. It's one of those two. I don't know okay. which one. Yeah, but he's a South Knoxville guy. Okay. He is. Yeah, because that's where he's going to put that Hobbit town or whatever it was. <laughs> yes. I don't know if his dad still is in South Knoxville. I think he is technically a Bearden guy now. But Oh, that's yeah. all the – oh, my God. Yeah. You're not a that's, South – if you move to West Knoxville, you're not a South Knoxville dude. Uh, mm, you sold I, out, man. You sold out. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I'm still a Randy Boyd fan. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's a technically a Bearden guy now. So, hey, South Knoxville for life, though. Fake news. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Randy Boyd fan. He's big a big fan. baseball guy. He is. He is. Um, he owns. He used to own the Johnson City Cardinals as well. I don't know if he still owns the Doughboys. They are now known as, but he does. Uh, I think it's so. Did they just change their name, or they're not? So they are now a summer league instead of a. So instead that, of that stadium is no longer there. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. TVA okay. ballpark. I think okay. it is still there. It so they rebrand. You know how they did the MILB? They like rebranded everything. Yeah, they got rid of the Yappy League, which I guess was single A ball, and they kept. I, I don't know if it's still called the Appalachian League. They kept that league. 
and now it's summer league ball. So John City, Elizabeth, and Greenville, Bristol, uh, team in West Virginia or Virginia, West Virginia. I can't remember which one. Um, like all those Appalachian teams are now summer league teams instead of del- or single A teams or whatever they were. So, gotcha. Yeah, they rebranded it, but it's still alive. So, so I have one more. What's trending before we get to stupidity? Okay, it's uh the MLB <laughs> nice. checking pitchers. <laughs> Hey. And I love I love the pitcher's reaction. They're just basically trying to get butt naked out there as soon as the they're approached. I was about to say we're gonna see some dudes. We're gonna find out if some dudes have been uh, lying the whole time about the size of there, or if they're telling the truth. Because uh, I mean, Max Scherzer, I'm pretty sure I saw his his wiener on live TV last <laughs> night. So I can't remember who else took. I, some dude pulled down his pants. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah, it was a dude for the A's. Was it okay? I don't know who it was, but, but yeah, they they checked Scherzer I think three times. What's what's confusing about it all though is like they're all using sticky, like they're all using substances. So it's so like Jerry Romo was the guy. Thanks, thanks, Dylan. Dylan always coming in with the clutch clutch yeah. info. Um, that's what I'm like, guys. How mad can you be? You are using st- sticky substances. Yeah, so Dylan, you can come in here for this. So what? I, I know you used to, you know, sling it back in the day. What kind of sticky stuff did you use? Uh catching back there. I mean, I whatever the pitcher, whatever the pitcher came out with is fine with me. I'll, I'll spin on if you want me to. Whatever. There you go. Just got to talk to the umpire to distract him long enough. He won't. There you go. You don't recognize. I'm just confused. Guy. Like, well, they're like trying like, to. Put a What'd limit you, on sunscreen. And then, yeah, and then they freaking, they took away some dude's glove because it was too light. Yeah, that's. How do you look at somebody's glove and be like, dude, that's a light glove? I mean, honestly, if, I, I get, like, pitchers have, like, they, they say an outrageous advantage now. I don't really know. I mean, they, they say batting average is, is lower now. I think you just guys have. Got guys with filthier stuff. Now, obviously, that's helping a little bit. I know one thing. If I'm in the box against a guy like Araldus Chapman that's throwing a slick MLB, if you ever held a baseball like that, they're, they're kind of slick when they're new. I'm not saying I want him to be able to aim behind my head and make it in in the opposite corner. Not not that level of stick, but a little bit. Like it, I think I heard an MLB player. I think that's kind of the consensus. Like, for protection reasons, I don't mind if they have a little bit of something like that. Now, I don't I, – I wouldn't act like I know to what level it's gotten to. Maybe it is just outrageous now. But, I mean, it, it, it's just – to me, it's another example of the MLB just trying to kill themselves. Like they yeah, yeah Rob Manfred is just a freaking moron. And I, and I, I don't – like, is that going to be the new thing? A pitcher's freaking dealing out there, shoving it, and he's thrown six strikeouts in a row, and you're going to be like – Hey, honestly, y'all go check him. I mean, that's that's stupid. That's taking away I don't from the think game. that. Yeah, I don't think that'll last long. Just base. I mean, it's been two days, and you've seen Scherzer and Girardi get into it the other night. Which I mean, I, I get like, yeah, they do have the right to ask at any time. Like, hey, can you go check that guy? But I mean, you you're gonna have you're gonna have guys like Scherzer that are fire anyway. Like, hey, I mean, that's gonna lead to ejections. Which, hey, more fights, I'm all for it. That makes it more yeah. exciting. Give me more hockey. But I mean, that's. I don't think it can keep going like they're doing no. it right now. Yeah, and they shouldn't be allowed to check or ask for a check if they're going to do it every inning anyways. Like they sent right. out Scherzer. They did it in the middle of the inning. 
Right. I'm like, that's absurd if you're going to keep up what you're doing. And they're not taking off his clothes to do it yet. So, I mean, he could <laughs> technically do it under his clothes. Yeah. You just see him reaching in the, the jersey. Yeah, and, I mean, eventually we're just going to see a, a lot of a lot of wieners. That, that reminded me. I saw it. I don't remember if it was – I think it was Twitter earlier this year. Some – I think it was after we played LSU. Um, Chad Dallas, when he comes off the mound after a strikeout, like he tucks his jersey back in. Like, you know, every yeah, pitcher's yeah, got the thing. He grabs his sleeve. belt. He, he, got every the, pitcher's yeah, he got, got the thing. But every time he comes off the mound, it's like he kind of retucks his jersey, perfectly normal. I, I remember seeing some fan for LSU. They were like, yeah, you know, you should check him. He's digging in his junk down there. That's where he's got pine tar out. I'm like, you're – that's just – I respect the ridiculousness of that take. <laughs> well, I think, it was L, I think it was LSU and Tulane where they actually went out and checked the Tulane pitcher earlier this year. Yeah. He Which he was. He was throwing nasty stuff. Yeah. Like, if you were like, he has something, I would be like, yeah, he probably does. He has something yeah. sticky in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, there's, it's, just, it's, there's so it's many stupid. better ways you could go about it, just in my opinion. Like, I, if you want to check once per game, but checking between innings, stuff like that, I mean – it goes back to the technology we were talking about yesterday on the show. You have all this amazing technology, these cameras that can get so close. Just have a camera on the pitcher the whole time and get, give somebody the job of, hey, watch him. Is he doing anything out of the ordinary? Do you see anything on camera? I know like Pineda a few years ago had it on his arm. It was just obvious you could see it there. Yeah. So there, there's so many better ways that you can discreetly go about it and catch more guys like that than, than just doing an every inning, getting – getting coaches to challenge stuff like this, that's just right. gonna that's just gonna lead to more hostility, which I like, but they say they want to speed the game up and that's just the complete opposite direction that you go. Yeah, maybe the catcher just um you know puts it on there and throws it back. Just like a throws a knuckleball yeah. back. I'm, yeah, I'm a big spin. proponent of that. Yeah. I'm, check the check go. the catcher's gloves. There you go. What, what yeah. do they got going on in those mitts? I'll mm-hmm. hide it anywhere. <laughs> also I want to know like they're not examining the hat or glove that closely. No. That's why I'm like, if they really, really, really wanted to continue doing it, they easily could. It's like so it's just like, check, make a mockery. The other day, yeah, it was like yeah. the umpires walked up like, hey, you know, we got to do this. Sorry, you're the filthiest pitcher in the game, but we think you could be using some stuff, even though he's been doing it all year. You've got minor leaguers terrified to face him. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's the stupidest. I, I, it doesn't surprise me because Rob Manfred, everything he does is yeah. stupid. He's made no positive decision for MLB since he's been the commissioner, but it's, mm-hmm. it just it doesn't surprise me. So, so Dylan, you played catcher. I didn't play catcher at all. Um, I was I was too little, and I blinked every time they had seen the bat. <laughs> um, so, Connor Pavoloni's play the other, the other day. You get that tag – do you get that tag down? Yeah, do you, you – you, you got to get the tag down. I mean, uh, what he what he did in terms of pl- blocking the plate, yeah, I, I think it was Caleb said it earlier in the show. That That's kind of what you're taught. Now, you've got to be careful on interference, stuff like that, but you're taught to get as much of your body in the way, m- make them slide around, make them do a hobby bias around the plate. But, yeah, you, you've got to get the tag down on a, on a good throw like that, too. You, you had a long – it wasn't like it was he's, he's out by a mile. Right. It, it wasn't like it was a short hop that kind of surprised you. On a short hop, you just got to catch it and get it down however you can. It. I didn't think Pav had the greatest game. I, I think he's probably been beat up a lot this year. I, uh, there were some people about wanting Greer starting. 
if Jackson Greer, no, no disrespect to him, but if he was out there, they would have just stole even more anyway yeah, from him right. being on a knee like he did all year. So Pav's your best, club. yeah, Pav's your best option there. That's just, yeah, you've got to get the tag down, but it shouldn't matter if you've got instant replay. It's like what I said yesterday. If you can't look at that, it, it's there's the human element of umpires and there's the technology element and. If the pride's going to get in the way, get rid of the technology and just say, hey, we're going to take the lumps as we go and say, yeah, you know, where we were wrong, but we're not going to admit it. Or you go full technology, robotic umpires. I'm not that direction, but it's kind of what I just said about the spider attack, all that. It can't keep going the way it's going. It's something they're they're going to do this. You see a call like this every day in college, it's going to get to the point where it happens on the big stage regularly enough to, I think they'll have to, they'll have to do something. That's a good point. So. I, I mean, it's with, it's with every sport too. I hope that, I don't know yeah. what the, I don't know what the fix is, but it needs to happen. I have no clue. No, you clue. have technology. You've you got to use it. Like yeah. if, if you don't use it, just, just get rid of it. Cause I, if you're wrong, just don't show me that you're wrong and I'll, I'll believe you like, okay, that's fine. Don't don't let ESPN that. Then they'll stop showing replays when I want to see them. Yeah, it's like right. every controversial play, I never get to see a replay. It's Kills like me. what I was telling Landon too. I mean, I know the umpire probably took his helmet off, but there, I saw I saw your tweet, Caleb, about the them going to the umpire cam between every pitch. It seemed like, yeah. And I'm sure he took his helmet off there, so that probably invalidates my point. But hey, if you're gonna have that on the helmet, tell him keep his helmet on. And if your eyes can't see it, let the camera pick it up. If if you if it's sitting there looking at the play. Yeah. You've got a GoPro less than three feet away from the play there. Tell him keep his helmet on, and there, there's another angle. Maybe you can get it from that one. Well, and that, that's another thing, too. I, I don't know where that umpire is supposed to be, judging by baseball game. You know, as far as rules, I don't know the positioning for that official. But I've got to think, you've got to know where that play is going to happen at. But yeah. he's standing. He's standing. It's, it's Pavoloni, the plate, and then the umpire. Yeah. Can he not move to the left a couple inches and so yeah. he can see where the where the glove get you know gets him at? Because he couldn't tell he couldn't have told you when that glove touched no. him. There's no way. If if the throw comes in from left field, I'd like him to be out towards the right side, kind of from where Beck's throw. I mean it was from yeah. right field, but I'd kind of like him on that side where you can see the front. Be on on a throw from right field, you gotta be on the complete opposite direction. You've got to yeah. be behind it. If you're lined up there, there's it's like that first replay they showed. You couldn't see anything from it. But then no. they switched to the second one, and it's clear as day to, to us. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I have advanced vision. Maybe maybe all of Tennessee Twitter has advanced vision. I, uh, maybe they just looked at the umpire cam. Maybe when they yeah. went to review, they're just like, oh, I mean, your guess just, is good fun. <laughs> it's like these snowboarders, skateboarders you see that have GoPros on. Up, they yeah. crash. It's just rolling. It's, they're like, oh, We're going to show that Ross Kivett. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, yeah, that was again. I I, I don't know, mind blown by it, but that'll be my stupidity. I've got one more stupidity though. <laughs> Do you guys have any? I got one, and it's uh, somebody asked what's your score prediction for the Tennessee Virginia game, and one guy said twenty four twenty one. I really feel like this new offense is going to shine, and I believe Harrison Bailey is ready to take command. He had to be joking. He had to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dead serious. There's like, did you confirm that with him? Because that just seems like he had to. He had to know. Judging by the picture, that this guy was dead serious. Poor guy. Poor guy. I mean, like, what? What game is he thinking? Virginia. 
Uh, that's why I'm like, he had to be. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no clue. Uh, hey, he predicted the Vols to win, though, so I'm, I'm all for it. There you go, yeah. If we ever play Virginia in a bowl game, they're screwed. My man Dale Costin is going to is gonna have it down. Layman's coming for throats tonight, calling people out by name. I like it. I love it. Uh, I've got my, my stupidity is the – I'm going back to the U.S. Open. So we were live Sunday when John Rom actually won the U.S. Open. I won John 90 – John Rom. I won $95, no big deal. I predicted it before the start of Thursday, actually. Um, I know nothing about professional golf as far as predicting winners, so that was sheer luck. I'll own it. The stupidity is – and first off, I need to preface this with respect the troops. Thank you for your service. They did a flyover like during the trophy presentation. First off, shouldn't flyovers take place like before the – like? I don't know. Before you it, start? Before you start. Cause like isn't that kind of like all right we we see a jet fly over us at I don't know how fast like they go but however you it's pretty fast the, yeah yeah but like I don't know how you say it so I'm not even gonna try you see Definitely fly over like four three forty something like yeah that. and you see that jet go and you're like yeah and then it's just like ah right, pack up and go home that was fun what and then they had to wait on it it was like awkward they were like all right and here's our flyover and you, everyone was just kind of like yep it's coming I see it wow. wow. All right, that was really cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it, yeah. So, and it's like I hate. I don't know if I think you know this, Landon. I think fireworks shows are really, really dumb. The dumbest part about fireworks shows. Yes. Randy Boyd is pissed off right now because you're talking <laughs> about the Smokies and their freaking Friday night fireworks show. This is more of a shot of Boomsday, but like fireworks <laughs> shows, they like have this whole thing, and then their big boom is at the end, and you're just like, okay, go home. Like that's it. Start with the big boom. <laughs> Finish with something light if, if you want to make fire shows firework shows a bit better. Because it's just like you you just got your ears freaking pounded on for 30 minutes, and now you go home after the biggest one? No, let me off easy. Caleb knows booms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to explain to Dylan what boom is? I They say it's my alter ego. It's not a bad <laughs> – I feel like alter ego gets a bad connotation. I'm not that crazy. But I was – I actually named myself that. We went to uh, – we were tailgating before the LSU game, and I got very, very, very intoxicated. Um, and someone came up and asked me my name. They're like, hi, I'm whoever at our tailgate. And I was like, oh, I'm Boom. No clue why I said it. I mean, I couldn't couldn't even so attempt. Is, is Boom this one that kind of takes over when you're in the stadium and somebody wants to fight then? Yes, 100%. That is, yeah, that, that's, boom. That's, boom. that's a good point. The Caleb Mitchell, the Caleb Mitchell that I know is not a fighter. No, he is. that on record. But now, that, boom, that's – you can't have a name like boom and not fight. <laughs> Dylan, that's a great point. I'm glad you said that. That is – that's a fantastic point. But, yeah, like apparently – I don't even – I don't remember saying that. Apparently, she walked over to one of our friends and she's like, so who's this boom guy? And they were like, who? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's introducing himself as boom. So – yeah, hey, my, my nickname's Cheese. I see it <laughs> Chad Dallas. So I, I get the same. Did you have it before Chad Dallas? I've had it since oh, that's uh, big time. since second grade. Yeah, so it's it's always nice when my friends say, "Yeah, that's Cheese right there," and they give me the look like, "Wait, why is your name that?" And then I have to, yeah, it's 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 not you. a good story either. So it's it's just a waste of time. Yeah, mine, yeah, don't worry, mine's not either. We need some cheese heads though. I did just learn that. Need some cheese heads. Well, I, like I love Chad the, Dallas so much. I love the cheese heads at Omaha. I, I understand it, it was his family, right? Family and friends. Still so awesome. I, I think some of those were not his family. Um, but the ones that have been in Lindsey Nelson 
yeah. this year were his his family. Gotcha. Someone just tweeted or put in the comments, Vitello to LSU. Don't play me like that. I will cry on camera. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> LeBlanc, he's from LSU. Right there. That's great. I did yeah. have a I did have a stupidity if if you if you don't mind it's all the don't. Texas all the Texas people that it, it comes up every year that just claim that they're the real UT and there wouldn't there wouldn't be a Texas so it's just, it's it's one of those things that it feels like you're arguing with a five year old and you just eventually have to give up because it's like you, you just realize you can't win it just because right at this at some point. The person you're arguing with has to be kind of close to the intelligence level. Like if you're just if you're just fighting with a dumb person, like you can't convince them they're wrong. So I just yeah, it's like the the more you argue, like the more you argue, it's almost like the more wrong you become because you're arguing right. with a five year old. Yeah, right. It's like why am I doing this? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like when uh, you're you're telling Alabama fan that Dixie Land a lot is about Tennessee, and they're like, no, it's an Alabama song. Yeah. You all say like you're never gonna you're never gonna get through their mind. Tell me when it says Alabama in the song. I'll, I'll ah, that's a good here. point. I mean, if that's a great argument, just to the point, it's definitely about yeah. Tennessee. I don't um, know where you where you even got that from. Like, if it said it in there one time, like, okay, I, I get, I'm a pretty open person. Like, I get your I get your reasoning there, maybe, but it's just. But but just Alabama it. sung it. Attempted to sing it. They, nobody knows the words down there. <laughs> why they met that's why they make their own <laughs> if they want to claim the term Dixie I'm gonna I'm gonna give the term Dixie to Mississippi long before I give it to Alabama so yeah yeah they're the rebels so they kind of have that <laughs> whoa 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 they're the black bears and or the land sharks fake news they should name themselves kind of like the Redskins they should sorry the Washington football team they should name themselves like the Mississippi football team that'd be hilarious that would be great I would love that. I'd love that. Do you have any stupidities, Landon? Uh, I just had uh, <laughs> the score. <laughs> oh, God. That poor guy. Poor guy. All right, and Justin, F you, Vitello stays at Tennessee. Guys, we appreciate y'all listening. It's been fun as always. We'll be back on Sunday, I believe. I don't think we've had any other plans. I know it's been kind of a crazy summer uh, out of town, whatnot, but I think we'll be back Sunday. Yeah, it's been a, a rocky road. Um you know, the, the Omaha didn't go as planned. Um, you had Dallin Hayden commit to Ohio State. That was another kick in the nuts, Caden Salter thing. But we're bringing the boat in, and we out.